स्मार्ट कास्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू हेल्थ शॉट्स ब्रॉट टू यू बाय एच डी स्मार्ट कास्ट दिस इज ड्रामा डाउन अंडर अ पॉडकास्ट वेर वी गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट वन थिंग एंड वन थिंग ओनली द जाइनास दिस वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट पार्ट ऑफ द फीमेल एनाटमी इज स्पोकन अबाउट विद अ लॉट ऑफ शर्म विद अ लॉट ऑफ हया But in this podcast, we're going to do away with exactly that. We're going to help you understand your vagina better through personal anecdotes and also biology and practical advice. I'm Meghna Kriplani, your host, and joining me in this exciting conversation is Dr. Nivedita Manokaran. Dr. Nivedita is a dermatologist and venerologist who currently lives in Sydney and works in sexual and reproductive medicine. You might also know her as Dr. Nini Antabus on Instagram, where she talks extensively about sex ed. Together, she and I are going to unfurl the drama down under for you. So, are you ready? So, when we think of orgasms, we immediately imagine like a fountain of uh, bodily fluids that indicate climax. While that might be true for men, it's not true for women. As a matter of fact, many women find it extremely difficult. to orgasm and that's exactly what we're recording today with Dr Nivedita Manokaran thank you Dr Manokaran for joining us today hi megna thank you so much for having me again so i think let's start with the most pertinent question which is what are the possible reasons why women may find it difficult to orgasm or don't orgasm at all well i know that you know like people say that women lot of women do not orgasm but i don't think that lot of women do not or cannot orgasm i i don't think it's that way so what it actually is is women sometimes explicitly do not talk about sex and their sexual needs and sexual wants especially in a country like ours and when that is happening also when we feel like masturbation is wrong there's so much of shame and guilt associated with masturbation it takes a while for women to actually figure out what is that that is giving them the pleasure what is that that is giving them so much pleasure that they are able to reach the point of orgasm as we call it a point of ecstasy even the maximum point after which there is a plateau of all the hormones and there is a drop of the hormones so this is something which most people should be able to do and the reason it appears like many are not doing it is many have not figured out what orgasm really means or what are the areas that needs stimulation for them or that gives them pleasure that could actually give them orgasm so this is the reason behind why we feel like people are not orgasmic but once we get the hang of either self exploration or masturbation or knowing what we actually uh, like or what gives us extreme pleasure and if we are able to actually communicate that with our partner achieving an orgasm or achieving that kind of height would be easier than not so i really encourage people to you know to explore themselves or to know what is actually giving orgasm and be able to communicate to the partner because penetrative sex is not the only thing that gives orgasm you know many people think sex means you know vaginal uh, penis penetrative sex penetrative sex is not the only thing uh, that gives orgasm for many women it could be either breast stimulation or nipple stimulation uh, for some it could be anal sex for some it could be purely oral sex you don't really have to penetrate 
for them to orgasm at all. So I think that is what is important because there is a lack of all of these things. It appears like orgasming is difficult. But I think once we get self-educated and get the hang of how this is going to work, I think it's going to be much better. Women are going to feel like, you know, uh, they're heard or people are able to satisfy them better because they have started communicating because the other person understands that it's not all about us just coming, but it's also about the other person's need. So things like that are really important in able to um, uh, achieve a good orgasm. So self-exploration here is key because once you understand what you like, what you enjoy, what can help you climax, you'll be able to communicate it to your partner or, you know, masturbate to that end. Definitely. Definitely. I think self-exploration is good because if you're someone who constantly likes clitoral stimulation and your partner is, you know, like, you know, penetrative sex is, you know, great. You got to communicate with each other because both may be important. If your partner gets pleasure by penetrative sex, you might have to do that. And then if you get pleasure with clitoral stimulation or oral or whatever, he might have to do that. So if you're not able to, you know, communicate this, you're just left with a non-orgasmic sexual, you know, encounter a, a bit of dissatisfaction and you feel like, oh, he is having penetrative sex with me, but I'm not able to orgasm. But the thing is, your body or your yourself is not somebody who likes penetrated it's something else that's going to give you and you need to know that and he needs to know that and I think that's where foreplay plays a very important role so for those who don't do self-exploration or they someone who are not used to masturbation foreplay is a good way to see what are those you know parts of your body that are more sensitive or that are more liking touch and what are the parts of the body that prefers to be stimulated so all those things come along with foreplay or you can even say like after care of sex you know you can uh, if some if the male partner has already come but he knows that you are still not and he goes on and you know there are different stimulations then you figure it out so if you don't actually exploration does not have to be uh, purely uh, masturbation it can also mm. be in a way of foreplay you know partnered uh, so that's very important. But I, communication is key. Hmm. And knowing what the other person actually likes is important. There's yeah. no point. Uh, you know, there's all these memes these days, you know, the hmm. penis is just going in and out somewhere and the clitoral is like, hello, <laughs> like I'm here. <laughs> so, so, so it's it's like that. Because it's like that most of the time, it appears like it is difficult hmm. to yeah. But I feel like we have to work on it. But do you think uh, certain biological factors could also be at play? Like, for instance, in a lot of research, it's been said that stress could be one of the reasons why you're not orgasming. Stress or anxiety. Yes, definitely. It's kind of called the female sexual response cycle. So what okay. happens is there are a whole number of factors which causes sexual arousal or increases the sexual drive and makes a woman even to purely have sex. So in that way, yes, definitely there are a lot of factors. But you know how we keep thinking oh, a lot of the time women don't orgasm. That's not true. What I was trying to say is in the situation where they have done all that bit, where they're able to communicate, they have done all that bit. Then we come to a point to think about why aren't I orgasmic? You know, what is going on? And then we talk about several factors that is important for someone's sexual arousal and then desire. So they're all different things. And the basic factors that actually affect all of this is intimacy, uh, emotional health, 
uh, physical and emotional satisfaction and then sexual stimuli. All these things are very, very important. So, you know, a lot of the time people worry about my penis is very small. Am I going to be able to, you know, satisfy my uh, partner? But Mm. for all you know, your partner might be someone who needs emotional support. If you probably actually washed the dishes and cleaned up the kitchen that night, you probably already made her feel, uh, you know, a little bit excited about you. So those kind of emotional side of things, cutting down stress for women, trying to understand what is that they want and able to provide that. And a lot of the times, like women like, you know, when men say sweet things or mm. or kind things to them. So you don't necessarily have to have a, you know, large uh, penis to actually satisfy a woman. How is she aroused? What is that that you do to arouse your woman or what is that that you do for her sexual drive is also very important so there are plenty of psychological emotional factors that play a big role in a woman being aroused or her even wanting to have sex and then orgasmic in a long-term relationship i think it gets a really complicated because a lot of the people just do it for the sake of doing they don't want to have arguments they just feel like you know let's just get it done with it's easy then you know then we don't have to talk about it kind of thing which is really sad and I feel like there's also a whole bunch of people who have started like kind of almost normalizing sexless marriages or orgasm less Mm, sex mm, I mean what do you expect? We married for 15 years. Of course, we're not going to have sex or you're just normalizing. Oh, yeah, you have sex with your, you know, you're with my husband. Big deal. Like two minutes, you know, bath hair. What is the big deal? And mm. stuff like that. So these things are kind of very unhealthy in a long term relationship yeah. even. Because you're yes. not putting so, your own pleasure first. You're not even taking interest in trying to figure out what you want, what you don't want. Yeah, but you're also not happy. So that, yeah, I think that's... Exactly. Yes, that's what that comes down to. So sex is a very, it's a happy hormone producing thing, you know. It clearly somebody else is, hasn't understood you. Clearly somebody else is not satisfying your other pockets so that you will come to a sexual point. I mean, people complain that women are, you know, tired, they're exhausted. Oh, she never wants to have sex. She doesn't feel like it because she doesn't orgasm. But I don't think it's true. Of course, she wouldn't feel like it if she's worked outside as well as most women are working women these days. And then she comes home and she's cooking, she's taking care of the children, she's washing up and stuff like that. And, you know, you did the same thing, but for some weird reason, you find it okay to sit on your couch, open up your laptop or watch the TV. And then if you expect the same woman to be all excited about you in bed, honestly, it's really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very difficult. And I think people miss it. People think about, but these are your chores. Why are you exhausted? I mean, it's got to change. It's got to change. Yes, they were the chores once when they didn't go out and do what you were doing. Yes, probably. But now they do what you're doing and they do everything else that is expected. So you need to give a big hand. You need to give a big hand. You need to uh, equalize your job. You need to... Uh, make sure that she's emotionally and, you know, even physically supported. And if she's tired, just to say, you know, just sit down, don't worry, let's just get takeaway. And both of you sit down. You know, if you were to sit down on the couch, let her all sit down that evening. Or both of you go and quickly finish up things, share your chores. I mean, just, you know, so I think when we're aiming on orgasm, we're aiming on the end point. But like you said, there are many things to work towards that end point. 
and emotional it's wellness need to be a part of that oh, it's know, a big part yeah. of it. it's a it's a big part of your uh, sexual want who is going to actually want to go and have sex with a man who pretends like they don't care about you they might care about you in a way they might provide you they might be the father of your children all of that but honestly if you feel like they don't care about you you're you're not even sexually attracted to them yeah. to be honest and orgasm you know, is I mean, a far cry then yes absolutely and and i always tell like you know sometimes when we see people who say oh god i have no sex drive i just don't want to have sex with my husband it's just not you know whatever whatever and then when we do like a long consultation and when we go into the psychology of things you know sometimes we do ask people is it that you don't want to have sex at all or is it that you don't want to have sex with your husband at this point in time in your life considering everything that is happening and the way he's behaving and stuff like that and they could be completely two different factors so mm-hmm. the same person you know i mean i mean let's say if it's george clooney will it will you be attracted or would you still be your hormones to be like flat ass or yeah. let's say you're going for a holiday with your husband and you didn't have to do any work you're chilling you're in the spa would you then be you know so all these things are very important when in a run 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 world when there's so much expectation and in the relationship if it is not shared like you said orgasm is far far away and then then there's no point both the men and women are convinced that you know oh my god we just don't feel like having sex oh my god yeah. she can't orgasm no we have to get to the bottom of what's hmm. going on so that's very important so i'm glad that we're talking about this because communication is key and so is understanding what are the reasons why perhaps your sex drive is low but apart yeah. from this so for women who do not have let's say any pathological issues or in a or are in a healthy and a happy relationship where there is sexual attraction but they still find it difficult to orgasm or are looking for ways for a better stronger bigger climax are there any tips that you know they can use and can benefit from Sure. Um I would really like to say that if we are focusing constantly on a bigger climax sometimes we just miss out on enjoying on the whole procedure enjoying like the whole uh, journey and the sexual experience mm-hmm. uh, and and which is a shame. So if you're not able to relax and if you're not able to enjoy the process of you having sex and you're constantly you know thinking about me wanting to reach orgasm me wanting to that's kind of stressful as well yeah uh, so or yeah so orgasm is just one of the end products of a sexual activity yes i mean yes for i mean it's the best end product in the sense it gives your hormones such a big spike mm-hmm. after which there is a plateau so it's a fantastic well being and if that is not happening like i said there are several things that we have to consider mm-hmm. as to why uh, you know why is that not happening what is that that you would like would you like a longer foreplay uh, you know would you like your husband to you know totally turn you on by doing something else so i think it's for you to figure out what you want and for you to communicate that because it's really hard and i think women wanting and communicating their needs should not be like you know looked down upon or judged or slut shamed you know and things like that and that's the kind of relationship you should have with a life partner to be honest and if you're able to communicate that and if they are able to provide that to each other orgasming or enjoying the whole thing will be actually much much more easier yeah. and mm-hmm. and i always tell people when 
using a lubricant most of the time increases your sexual pleasure and also actually gives you an orgasm in a better way because you know when it's when things are getting dry especially if you're someone who takes a longer time to orgasm and stimulate and you know things like that uh, having a good lube in place you know wet and moist always makes it better so that's a really good thing to do is you know have a fantastic lubricant and also i think creating the ambience i mean it's also very important you know occasionally you got to take a chill pill you know yeah. put some candles on put some you know put some you know music if you want to if you like you know if you have huge mirrors just you know put the mirrors around you know just just creating a atmosphere to make yourself feel sexy or make yourself mm. feel you know uh, loved pleasurable all that is very important so these are just small things mm. uh, that will make a big difference and you know make you feel like you're having the best sex of your lifetime but like i said it's a process enjoy the whole process and then you know the end product will come the first thing you jump in don't start focusing on the orgasm and don't start worrying and stressing about the straight end point hmm. uh, enjoy it have a variety use plenty of lubricant definitely makes it makes a big difference so communicate with your partner explore your body understand what makes you feel good down there try to have a healthy relationship with your partner get rid of the sex communicate and that is the big secret or rather the very obvious secret to orgasming that's correct so this is where we'll wrap up our episode for all the listeners out there if there are any questions you would want dr manokaran to answer any topics that you would like to discuss on this podcast do let us know you can follow us on health shots on instagram and facebook and dm us let us know what are your thoughts on this podcast and what you would want to listen next thank you dr manokaran for joining us and we will catch you again next week Thank you so much for having me. You were listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.